Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello, welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it is episode 324 a Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Big underscore Bane. What is going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. 324. It's crazy to think that we're already like, you know, a quarter of the way through the 300s. Yeah. Almost, I mean. Yeah. We're getting there. It, yeah, almost to 400. I don't, I don't even think 400 was like a reachable number. It, it, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. Well, honestly, 100 wasn't a thought in my mind. Uh, yeah. But, you know, either... We're really good, or just too stupid to quit. <laughs> I think I think the latter is probably yeah. That's a little bit more accurate. Well, I've had some buddies like hit me up, like Ryan Davidson. He's really wanting to get a podcast started, and yeah. like asking about like going this long. As I think it's I think it's just stupidity. Yeah, I think it's just not knowing when to stop and yeah. just hoping that people enjoy it. But if they don't, well, yeah, it's well, fun we, for us. And we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot because we were like, ooh, let's talk about topical things. Yeah. Instead of having an actual subject that we knew there was a deadline. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, <laughs> and boom. Yeah. That's why I like that Office Ladies podcast is interesting. You know, there's to me. a end to it. Right. Because it's like, I'm, it's already in season two. Right. So it's like, that will wrap up. It's moving up. fast. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, very cool stuff. Um, Mitchell Lee is our guest again this week. Uh, this is a fun episode. I think everyone will enjoy. Kind of a good pick me up. He's talking about his, uh, his weight loss journey through DDP yoga. Nice. Um, I saw a picture of him the other day. I'm going to see if I can pull it up for you. I think he's already dropped like 30-something pounds. Really? And just, uh, Dropping and just like, some LBs, huh? In just like three months or something. Wow. I want to get my... Uh, yeah, I want to get my facts right. Because, I mean, you know, Mitchell was a big guy. Um, he was, yeah. I've always known him as a big guy. I've only met him a couple of times, but yeah, I mean, that's what I remember of him. He's kind of shorter, stocky guy. Yeah, well, here, I want to show you this picture of like the before and after just so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge noticeable difference. Good for that. That belly's slimmed down quite a bit. Yeah. Good and, for him. And you can also see like even like muscle definition. Yeah. From from the workout. So, I mean, he's it's going to be a big plug for DDP yoga, which I don't mind doing. And no. Mitchell shows how much progress he's had in that. Yeah. So it's really cool. Of course, we got a lot of wrestling talk this week. We're going to hope to get into a little bit of movie talk and some toy talk. But I don't know, man. A lot of wrestling talk. A ton, as, as a matter of fact, obviously. Yeah. Yep. So, 
Um, I don't think we should waste any more time. Why do you, why do you say we dive into that wrestling talk? <clears throat> Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. I forgot to crack these here bang energies. It's all right. We can do it on the air. Let everybody know for sure that we got a brand new can. Can of whoop ass. <laughs> you better believe it. Mine's Power Punch. Man, that was, when was the last time you had a Power Punch? Yeah, I actually had this quite a bit. Really? I don't have it a lot on the show, but um, yeah. every now and then, this is a, this is an original. Oh, yeah. And I always, I still enjoy it. It tastes Hawaiian punchy to me, and, yeah. I, and I like punch. You like Hawaiian punch? I do. You know, like Mr. Deeds when he's got the Hawaiian punch, uh, like, fountain, water fountain? Yeah. That, that, that's good shit. I like it. Never been a Hawaiian punch guy. Well, screw you then, okay? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> More of <No>. Sunny D. <laughs> Dude, Sunny D. Oh, man. Yeah. They still make that? Uh, pro- probably, but I It wasn't mean, really orange juice. No, it was like orange. Uh, I mean, it was it was like orange-flavored water, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was tasty, though. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was like the classic lunchbox staple. Yes, loved it. That and like Dunkaroos. Squeeze <sighs> it. Dunkaroos is supposed to be coming, coming back. Yep. And, I haven't uh, seen anything yet. We have squeezes at the house. Not, not maybe not squeeze it brand, but those the types of drinks. They used to have the Kool Aid bursts, yeah. and the squeezes. I, I always like the squeezes because they had the character. I don't know what brand name these are. I don't know if they're like Kool Aid or maybe if they're that Mondo brand. Even maybe those. Oh, maybe those. I remember I those. Yeah, but I I saw them in my house just yesterday. I was like, who the hell bought these? <laughs> Did you drink one? No. <laughs> it's like a it's like a blue flavor, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, uh, this has been an interesting week from the world of professional wrestling. We got to start off, I think, with the most topical thing. Uh, just yesterday, they call it, they're calling it Black Wednesday. It's Thursday as we record this. Like around thirty people got released from the WWE. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, like that doesn't even include the revival, who were released uh, about I don't know a few days before that all happened. Yeah. Um, this the list just kept piling up and kept piling up. What were your thoughts when you kept hearing this, man? Uh. Well, my initial thought was like, you know, it wasn't a big deal to me because, I mean, this isn't the first time they've done this. You know, it, right. usually in their slow quarter, if they have one that's like a little extra slow, they, they make cuts like this. And I kind of thought it was about time just because of the fact that the roster just kept seeming to grow and grow and grow. And it was like they had so much talent. And so and so many guys that weren't doing anything. Right. And so I kind of halfway expected them to trim the fat a little bit. You know, that's poor choice of words, I know, but I just don't really know how to say it. But like just to kind of free up some space and free up that cap room, you know, on the money and. And uh, but when it just kept going on, man, I was just kind of like, they need to slow the hell down because, you know, they're not going to have any backups if somebody gets injured. No, and and the thing is, is I know that they were paying out a lot of money to a lot of people, and it, it seemed as though that they were hiring people or keeping them around just so that they wouldn't go elsewhere. Well, and and I think we both know that was true. Right, and and I, I don't know. I don't. I can't say that I agree with that. Um, that process. No. Um, do you have anyone? I mean, I'm kind of. I don't want to read through everybody just because, like, gosh, it's a lot of people, and everyone saw it. Of course, Eric Rowan was a a, a big hit for me just because he's a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show. He was on here last year, and that one was like, oh man, that really sucks. Um, but then, I mean, you know, Hawkins and Ryder, Anderson and Gallows, EC3, Drake Maverick. 
Heath Slater, Leo Rush, Eric Young, uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis. I know I'm kind of reading them now. Rusev. I mean, there were so many that surprised me. And then a ton of furloughed producers, which I guess they may get their job back, but maybe yeah. not. Uh, Ace Steel was released as a coach from developmental. He's mm-hmm. a friend of mine. That sucked. Aiden English was a friend of mine. I mean, Mike Kyoto has been there since like 1989. He was released. Like, it, it was a lot of people, man. And then it just, I guess just seeing that, just like, oh my gosh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's guys that I think we both probably knew were super expendable. Like, yeah. You know, uh, but then I think Rusev to me was the biggest shocker. And I, I still think Anderson and Gallo mm-hmm. shocked me more than him. Really? But, well, because I mean, Anderson and Gallo's were on TV a lot. But it, they they never they weren't really doing anything. they weren't doing they were only there to back up AJ yeah and so but I don't know why they weren't doing anything that's the part that gets me because they no. are, they are great in the ring they have an amazing look I love Gallows bringing back the face paint. and they're just hilarious as hell right and and that's one of those things it's like what those yeah. two really because yeah. when they signed them to the new deal I know it was for a lot more money but I thought oh they're they're going to use them now right oh, and then they didn't so yeah. so then it's even it's even weirder but. I know a lot of speculation on this is, oh, well, they're going to the AEW, but can AEW be, like, signing people now when there's there's no live audience? I don't think, you know, everybody says talks about how much money the cons have. I'm sure they do, but there's a reason why people have so much money. They don't have that much money because they're spending it. Or they're they're making bad decisions. Right. They're not going to sign everybody right now. That's That would be a terrible business decision. And those guys, if they are not anything, they're businessmen. Yeah. And they're not going to just shoot themselves in the foot because they see some guys who finally got out of a contract. I mean, that's just that's not how it's going to work. They, especially with him being the owner of a football team. Yeah. He probably looks at it like, okay, this is how much cap room we have for our roster. Right. You know, I, I, this is the amount I want to spend per year on my roster. I'm not going over that. Absolutely. And I, I guarantee you he probably looks at it, if not exactly like that, a very similar way. And it's just he's not going to pick up everybody because they're suddenly free. Well, and I'm and I'm I'm not assuming everybody, but out of that list, the ones that I really thought would be making that jump would be uh, Anderson and Gallows because yep. I know they're tight with the Young Bucks. Yep. Uh, Hawkins and Ryder because I know Ryder's tight with Cody. Yep. Hawkins probably is too. I don't know. And then also, um, uh, I could see Rusev making the jump. Yeah. I think Rusev, but I see. I would like to see Rusev like again, like in a Japan run, and, and he very well may. Yeah, you know. And, but that's the thing is Moxley's doing a Japan run, right? While in AEW, well, so. yeah, that's true. I guess they're not holding back, right? I mean, and that's the thing. There's just so many people that lost their positions. It really sucks, man. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, and the thing is, do you think we could see guys get re-signed? Yeah. Once this is kind of over, or at least controlled. I think so. I mean, I think there's a lot of guys that they probably didn't want to get rid of. Right. I I, I guarantee you they didn't want to get rid of Rusev. They no. probably wanted to release Lars Sullivan before they released Rusev. And that that's that's a good point. Someone actually brought that up because he hasn't been on TV since all the controversy. Mm-hmm. So why didn't they do that? I guarantee you it's money. Like I, I none of this is probably personal. No, I, I mean, but like, why not Lars Sullivan and why why Rusev? Well. I think again, money. I think if we're Rusev comparing more, yeah, I think if we're comparing, why not Lars Sullivan instead of No Way Jose? I think that's probably a better comparison mm. because, as far as financially, those two are probably more comparable than Lars Sullivan and Rusev. Sure, and and I think Rusev was probably just making so much money that they were like, "Well, I'm sorry, man. 
Yeah, yeah. it could be. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they went the way they went, but and also too, when was the last time Russo has been on? He hasn't been on TV since the Cuckold story. Yeah, which has been what three or four months now. It's been a while, and so they're probably like, "Damn, we're spending a lot of money sure. to just have him hang out." When Rowan, you know, I know when he revealed that big spider, everyone was kind of like, "Huh?" Well, and then like the next week, I think uh, uh, McIntyre just killed it. You right. Know? So it's just like, like, well, that was stupid. There so, was no point to that. So why carry this big cage around all this time? Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then I think a big controversy here, too, is like the amount of money that they're saving by these releases is approximately what Bill Goldberg got paid. Yeah. In the last year or two. And they did say per month. So if they let this go for a year, I mean, that's almost 50 million for the year extra. Yeah. So it's like I kind of understand it. Do you think maybe this will stop them from hoarding talent, though? Dude, I don't know. I, I I don't. I mean, because initially with they're the re- still hoarding talent. With the revival, Scott Dawson was released early yeah. April, and I I had heard they were keeping Dash Wilder an extra ten weeks, right? Because of they froze his contract due to an injury, right? Okay, I get that, but it's like they only did it to keep him from showing up. Literally, they yeah. were hoarding him. Yeah, but then I guess they 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 got hit with this, and they're like, well, we're not going to use him. Let's yeah. go ahead and cut him. Yeah. Smart business move, honestly. So, yeah. but why prevent someone from making an impact? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, well, it's, I, I, I never really think, I think everybody, like the talent, I think they're all just casualties in a war, is yeah. all I think it is. I think it has nothing to do with them wanting to be pricks to Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. I think it has everything to do with the fact that they don't want AEW to su- su- succeed, period. Right. And they will do anything to keep them from even getting any kind of steam. Which is weird to me when they, like, it's like they see Gallows and Anderson and, like, they know mm-hmm. if you put them in AEW or New Japan or any impact even. Right. Oh, they'll do well there. Yeah. So we're going to keep them. So we're going to offer them big money to stay here. Yeah. And not push them. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I guess I can't understand that logic. Well, really, and I don't think WWE ever looks at it this way, but realistically, when they don't work together with these other companies, not even like sharing talent, but just not being assholes to each other. Like when, cause I remember back in the early nineties when WCW kind of had the working relationship with New Japan or, mm-hmm. or All Japan or whatever. And like Liger would show up. Liger would show up, but even guys who used to be there would be like, he's a former, you know, IWGP champion. You know, like they would mention things like that. And that's sure. how I would even hear about New Japan. Right. Because at that point in the 90s, we didn't even know what that was. Right. But like, not not that people don't know what these companies are because of the modern technology, but like it but, would. But why not put over that? EC3 is a former Impact champion. Right. And and I think mentioning those things. In, same title that Kurt Angle has held. Right. But And then in that same token, when somebody goes to Impact, they're like, this is a former WWE tag team champion right here. You know, it just, it only helps it everybody. Them. Yeah. It really just, you're really kind of hurting yourself when you don't, when you kind of just piss on the competition a little bit. No, I, I tend to agree there. Um, other, other news. Um, uh, WWE deemed by the Florida governor an essential business. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a lot of calls were placed because they are continuing to do live TV per contracts. Yeah. Now that's what they had said. I tend to think USA Network and Fox would throw a pass on the fact that they can't do live TV because of a pandemic. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, much- I wonder how hard they tried to work that. I, not, I, not USA, but WWE. Like as far as like, hey, you know, it's a pandemic. Can we figure this out? 
Well, see, that's what I don't understand because I don't know if you've ordered anything online, but everything I've ordered online has been like, hey, just so you know. It'll be late. It'll be late. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I haven't been like, man, what the heck? I thought I thought it was three-day delivery, you know? I want my Netty teapot now. <laughs> well, it's like you understand it right. because of, of what it is. So I can't imagine Fox being like, oh, well, actually, we're not going to pay you. I mean, but again, it's big business, right? right. Yeah. So like, we're not going to pay you this amount because for six weeks – you didn't do live TV. Right. Well, we couldn't because – I don't know. But that may be WWE's whole thing of how they continue to do live TV to ensure that they're pay- getting paid what they're supposed to be paid. And it, Yeah, it could be. You know, Maybe they didn't feel like they could like take a pay cut. Maybe. Yeah. And and I, I, I don't necessarily blame them, but this is – this is what same same issue I've had with with my company personally is like I feel like it's wrong for these big companies just to make decisions without taking into consideration of the employees. Sure. And I think you know I, I think if WWE wants to do these live shows, it's fine, but give the guys the option. Like, hey, if you guys want to work, it's okay. If you don't, I understand. Well, and see, obviously, a guy that's not working is Roman Reigns. Right. Because of his his poor health. Now, here's my thing on that. I had heard they're like, oh, well, this will not be held against him. Do you think he'll be pushed like he was? I don't think he will be. Yeah. You know what, man? I I could see them. I think he's the exception to that rule. Yeah, but I could also see when things are cut and dry and like, you know what? I think we're going to go with Drew because he was here. Right. Like, yeah, Roman, you're still a guy. You're still a top guy. Yeah. But really, you're not. But Drew's the guy. We're gonna push you back a little bit because <clears throat> who's to say they wouldn't do that? I mean, it's not that. The thing is, I mean, they can't really take away his star power. Well, because he's main evented like five WrestleManias, I think. I mean, he's a top guy, but they can also continue to push him down the card. Well, and I think with him, maybe not not give him the title, but I think with him, they they give him a pass because of his leukemia. And they, they may. They see him as like not just a star for the company. They see him as like outside of the company star. Yeah. Because he's the guy that can go to these children's hospitals and be like, I'm going through it too. Sure. You know, and talk to these sure. kids. He's he is like legitimately the face of the company. And I think I think for him they they would give him a pass. Now somebody else who's like, guys, I I I'm worried for my health. Yeah. You know, I think uh, was it Dana Brooke that also did that? Same thing. She went home because she was worried about it. You know, uh, I had actually heard she was a little bit sick, but I don't think she had the corona. Maybe that's what it was. But I, I, well, I thought I heard. Maybe I didn't. But I thought I heard somebody like didn't want to be there. Um, that's possible. But well, I also heard the Miz showed up with the flu, and they sent him home. And they sent him home. But yeah. then that's when Roman was like, you know, like what the hell? You right. Know? And that's when he stopped because yeah. it's like, well, the dude showed up with the flu. Yeah. I, I mean, but again, like. Full disclosure, my job, we have to fill a little questionnaire if we have a fever. Yeah. I have never had my temperature taken. Yeah. Do I feel like I have one? Definitely not. But, you know. Right. It's, you know, and I, I'm sure WWE has taken appropriate measures, but, I mean, I'm, I'm sure your company's taking measures, but I guarantee you they're not taking the measures that they say they're taking. They're not, they're not taking, they're taking minimal precautions. Sure. And I think. They, as long as it doesn't interfere with business. Yes. And that's, that's. That's the issue I have with uh, with most companies right now. Is very rare is that, is that they're taking the full on precautions like they should be. My job in a normal setting, without a pandemic, mm-hmm. we're dealing with very dangerous things. Yeah, and we've had situations where there's been 
some stuff happen that mm-hmm. cost the company a lot of money. So their thing is like, you know, you take your time, you double check, you have someone else double check. Right. So nothing bad happens. Here's the thing. If you actually did that, you would never accomplish anything. And so guess what? You're going to be having a meeting in about six months. Well, how come you're not getting anything done? Right. I'm going by the book. Yeah. They can't really say like, okay, you're fired. Right. But they can certainly not put you up for promotion. Right. So it's that weird give and take where it's like, we want you to go by the book and do everything exactly right. But... Yeah. We also want you to get things done. Right. And if you don't, we're going to question why not. Right. And that's company policy. That's companies. I mean, yeah. that's that's corporate. Well, that happened with, with Preach. I know I never really talked about Preach on this show, but um, but like that's what happened to Preach is that they were like, hey, you need to slow down because you're messing stuff up. And so he slowed down. It's like, how come like, you're not getting anything done? Why are you taking too long? You're taking too long, man. Hurry up. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not his fault. He's stupid. Right. I mean, it is, <laughs> but it's also his mom and dad's fault. Yeah. I mean, but that's, but that's typical right. BS that you deal with in any corporate right. environment. And I'm sure that they did take, take precautions, but I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah. And uh, the thing is, is, you know, they, they say they do the, uh, which I, I, I guarantee you, WWE is probably doing the tech checking your temperature and things like that. I guarantee they probably are. But the thing is, is like, a lot of they're saying now, like a lot of times, like you, you don't even have symptoms, like you don't yeah. have a fever. Yeah, you know, you have other symptoms, and so it's like, well, you know, just because you check the temperature, temperature is like ninety eight point six. Okay, you're good to go. That doesn't mean that, that somebody doesn't have it, right? And so it's it's one of those things. I, I mean, I want I one hundred percent want wrestling on my TV. You yeah. know, absolutely. But I also, you know. If there's also a huge back catalog of shit. Yeah, I, I've been. I haven't even watched a current raw in a couple weeks. I mean, I've been watching 93 raw yeah. and it is sucky <laughs> and it is, you uh, got to see the rise of the one, two, three kid. Yeah. Rob Bartlett makes me want to shoot myself in the face. So I, a funny story about that. Um, year before the network launched, I bought some Japanese DVDs from that IVP videos mm-hmm. guy. And he sent a, a paper of things that I could get that he didn't put on the website. And it said raw 1993. Yeah. And so I hit him up, and it was like thirty bucks. And he's like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's all the Raws from '93." And I was like, "What?" And so I bought like thirty DVDs right. of every Raw from '93, <laughs> and I just binged watched them. And yeah, that Rob Bartlett sucks. Yeah, he. The first five minutes of the first episode, I was like, "How is he not getting shot in the face?" Did you see when he did like the Mike Tyson impression? Yes, <laughs> for way too long. Yeah, it was awful. And he did the Vince McMahon impression too, for the entire show, and it was. So bad. I don't know how that got cleared. And like the very first episode, if you guys haven't watched it, he literally within the first five minutes, he goes on and on and on about how fat Yokozuna is. Won't shut up about it. And then he's like at the very beginning before the match even starts is like mocking Macho Man. I'm like, how did Macho Man not just reach across and just slap the shit out of that guy? Well, it's funny. I remember watching that because... I'm like, oh, first episode? That yeah. makes sense. He's on episode two. I think he was on there for like two months. Yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. You and I, I literally thought like, oh, this is a one-off because they're doing that whole thing with uh, Bobby Heenan outside, you know, in that first episode. And then I was like, second episode when he was still there, I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's gosh dang, I forgot about Rob Bartlett. <laughs> Uh, the XFL is Dunsky, man. Filed yeah. for bankruptcy. Laid off all the employees. Um, yeah. Oddly enough, I felt like it had a lot of steam this year. Yeah, and I feel like Vince also kind of did it right this year, this he time did. too. And this is just this is an unfortunate 
side effect of the coronavirus. This isn't bad business on his part. No. I think this probably could have gone another two or three years, you know, I think before I, we saw any kind of struggle. And I think it was like the right time. Yes. And I think we could have seen, you know, an XFL video game and things. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it didn't happen. That sucks, dude. Yeah. It's uh it's really unfortunate. And I mean, I I'm I'm not a huge football guy. I don't think you are either. No. So it's not like I was watching every week, but you know, I, I don't want to I'm, I'm I'm a Vince guy, you know, even though, you know, people say he's evil, whatever. But you know, I was gonna support it. Sure. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, is it just it sucks that it's gone yeah. so quickly, you know. Yeah. So damn. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey made some news kind of before all this hit about making some kind of derogatory comments about wrestling. What you think about that, man? Yeah, it's I smell a work, but she's uh somebody shared a a video because she was on Total Divas that one season. Yeah. And somebody shared a video of her talking to Natty about because she did the same shit when she was there. You know, talking about how like, you know, if this is real, I could beat shit out of you, you know? And um and and she talked to Natty backstage and it was basically like Natty calling her out on this stuff, like, you know. It's okay. You just got to talk to us and let us know what's going on, you know? Yeah. And and so I think... It's possible. It's possible. She's just a shitty human being, right? It's more than possible <laughs> that she's just a shitty human being. But yeah. I think I think she's working everybody and she's, nobody there are, are aware of it. Well, I, they could be. Or not be, all of them that are yeah, aware. Yeah, and I think they could be, but it's it's one of those things where it's like... I also don't think they respect her enough to accept it. But but why? That's not to me. That's just not the right route to go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> but when you're bad at talking, I feel like that's probably you know. Because I, I I always like grow like growing up. You know, I was always the chunky guy, so that's all I had was like making fun of people. You know, when they'd make fun of me back, you kind of learn how to talk shit. Well, and you also kind of know like. That's probably the first thing they're going to go to to make fun right. of you. And so you you think of comebacks, you think of things to say, and so that's how you get quick-witted. Well, I remember, like, growing up, there would always be that one guy who would start shit, and then it's like, I would say something, and they'd be like, I'll kick your ass. You know, and I feel like that's Rhonda. Yeah. You know, yeah, she... Absolutely. She, she can't think of anything clever to say, so she's like, I could kick all y'all asses. But, I mean, it's like, literally, you were... You couldn't do this for more than one year. Right. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a scripted it's yes. a scripted program. Yeah, but you couldn't do it for more than a year. Right, you had to leave. And last I heard, she left because she wanted to have kids. It's been over a year. She yep. hasn't had kids. Yeah, so maybe that's just an excuse. Yeah, um, I mean it's possible they've tried and just haven't been able to. And that very much so. Yeah. Very much so. But um, like, I, there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I know you're not a huge fan of, but you know who Will Forte is? Yes, MacGruber, right? Yeah. Well. He's been on a few episodes where um, he was Barney's new wingman at okay. the bar. And Barney's like, remember, with the women, you know, like, um, you know, be charming and slightly put him down. And he's like, got it. And he's like a real idiot. His name's right. Randy. And he's like, boy, that dress sure makes you look like a $3 hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what I feel like this is like. It's like you're going way overboard. Right. Instead yeah. of being like. I don't know who you who the women think they are. I could kick everybody's ass, right? And I'd be standing on top of the mountain, right? She's like, "Oh, it's fake fighting." Yeah, it's like that. It, it takes that that element of trying to create a story, right? Completely away. I right. feel like well, because this because w- when she says this, 
all, all it really does is kind of hurt her credibility Big because time. it's like, oh, it's fake fighting, but yet you lost at fake fighting. Yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't keep doing it. Right. <laughs> and she says she worked a full schedule. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. I don't think she worked a full schedule. No, there was only video proof of, I think, like one house show. I'm sure she did a few yeah. of the bigger ones, but she wasn't doing yeah. a full schedule. No. And again, you can sit there and say all you want to about how, you know, oh, it's it's not real. It's not real fighting. No, it's not. But it's a completely different animal. And that would be like me. To me, it would be like me, like making fun of a gymnast. You know, right. Like, oh, psh. I damn sure know I can't do that. I don't need to go out there and try to get on them rings. You ain't doing a cartwheel on that beam, sucker. <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening, right? Uh-uh. right like, or figure skating. I, right. I can, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. There's no way. It's just rollerblading on ice, you some bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no way. No way it's happening. So I, I don't need to, I don't need to visually right. go through that. Right. I'm aware that's not going to happen. So right. I don't know. I think it's just a case in point of her not not getting it she is the people on twitter who are like you still watch that fake shit yeah she is that person on twitter but somebody who's a big enough star to actually try it out and realize that she sucks dick at it yeah well what's and what's funny too about that is i don't know if you've ever gotten this but you know when you get to around high school age if you're wearing a wrestling shirt or reading a magazine or whatever mm-hmm. it is or you're going to a show and you're excited about it you always get that guy's like uh you know that shit's fake right right <laughs> And I remember, like, one time I was like, what? Yeah. Who told you that? You yeah. know? And, and he just felt like a complete fucking dipshit. Right. Because it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, you do know movies aren't real. Right. Right? I mean. Yeah. Because I've had this conversation with people before, and it's like, for some reason, wrestling is presented in a way where it's like they don't understand what's being presented to them. Yeah. And I think that's just it. It's because it's like, if if you were to wear a, you're a Spider-Man shirt right now, I'm like, Pfft. You know he's not a real spider, right? <laughs> you know guys can't really shoot webs out of their hands, right? <laughs> Shit's dumb. <laughs> right. I mean, I've, and I've, I've never heard that in that right. in those terms, and that's what's so funny to me. You know those me. symbiote suits aren't real, right? You know Iron Man didn't really build a suit. His name's Robert Downey Jr., you stupid idiot. <laughs> I don't know. It, it is weird. Uh, and one, one more quick thing uh, before we move on. Uh, we got to say this. Obviously, this is a sad day. Again, uh, rest in peace to the Fink, dude. Yeah. Um, I think the voice, if I think if I ring announcer voice, that's who I think of. Well, and yeah, he's, he's the goat for me. I mean, he's the one I grew up on. Hell, he was on the Raws I've been watching. And yeah. he's the one that everybody, you know, tries to imitate, you know. Absolutely. And. That's that's our go-to, like, as a kid playing with my figures, yeah. that's who I was, you know, imitating yeah. as far as the ring announcer voice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he was the voice. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a sad day. Yeah. I know he uh, he did a – he ring announced a show in Florida one time, an NXT show. And I wasn't booked on it, and I was really upset that I wouldn't. But a lot of the guys were like, oh, my God, we got a freaking Howard Finkel. Like, yeah. this is awesome. You know, yeah. and, like, that's – how cool is that to hear him announce you one time? Like, yeah. That's – I mean, that's an experience, dude. I mean, and I know that WCW always paid money for Michael Buffer and all that stuff, but dude, it's the Fink. Yeah, it's the Fink. Like, I I would have paid more money to see the Fink over Michael Buffer. Absolutely. Yeah. I and I really still think that WWE kind of missed the boat. And I know he was in bad health years later, but mm-hmm. I would have had the guy doing uh, ring announcing for like big WrestleMania main events. Yes, absolutely. Major title matches. Yep. 
that would have meant a lot more. It's the Fink. Yeah. So I don't know. Rest in peace to the Fink. I know he was in poor health and, um, you know, it was, it was probably coming, but it's still a sad day. Absolutely. Anyway, let's, uh, let's take a break from here and uh, we'll dive into a little bit of movie talk real quick. Let's do it. This is Breakup and Beta at the Movies. 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 All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? Well, I'll tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. Uh, they just released a trailer just today for the new Saved by the Bell that's coming out on the Peacock, the NBC streaming service. Yeah. Um, not a reboot. It's kind of like a continuation of the series. Looks like uh, A.C. Slater's like the uh, the gym teacher yeah. that I can gather. Yeah. What do you think, man? I, I watched the trailer before we recorded. Yeah, which I, I love the idea of him being a gym teacher. Right. you know, when I think of gym teacher, I don't think of a super successful guy. And, <laughs> right. and like, and so... AC Slater was the that typical like I'm gonna be a huge football star type of guy, and then it's like right. he's just local gym teacher now, and and I um I think uh I think for him that's perfect spot now. If I remember right, Zach is supposed to be he's the mayor now. Yeah, and I don't think he's gonna be in every episode. Right. So um, well, he's honestly probably the biggest, and he's not even a huge star, but he's probably the biggest star out of that whole crew now. Right. So it's gonna be ten episodes, which I think is good. Yes. To follow up with the '90s sitcom. Uh, Elizabeth Berkeley is definitely in it. Um, now, who is she? Jesse? Jesse Spano. Yeah. Uh, we got AC Slater. Is Lisa Turtle in it? I'm not seeing her. Um, Mark Paul Gossler is is reprising. Um, I don't know a lot of a lot of newer people. So I don't know, and I mean, I I, I could see guest spots happening. Like Fuller House, they kind of did that where, you know, Danny didn't show up in every episode. Joey right. didn't show up in every episode. Neither did Jesse. So that was kind of a, to me, a smart bridge. Yes. But I don't know. Like, even with Fuller House, when that first debuted, me and you were pretty stoked about it. Oh, yeah. And that oh, just yeah. did, it didn't live up. No. I One thing I do think that might, I'm not saying it will, but it might help this one out is the fact that it's filmed differently. It and is. Fuller House was filmed the exact same way as Full House. And I think it literally this, looked like nothing happened except they just right, yeah. And yeah. so it, I think this has the potential to be better than what Fuller House was, but you know we, we'll see. I'm hoping it'll show up on Vudu because I sure as hell am not spending money on Peacock. No, um, again, I, I go back to the streaming service. I think it could be a, 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 an eventual business that you're like, yeah. Like I, I canceled Disney Plus the other day. Yeah, they're gonna have to merge or do package deals or something. Well, it's not even to me. It, it's weird because I'm like I'm not watching Disney Plus, right. so I'm gonna cancel. But here's the thing: I can resubscribe anytime, anytime, and it takes what a minute to do. Yeah, I already have an account. Up, go. And I, if you have a if you have an iPhone, I'm sure there's a way to do this on your uh, uh, you know Android phones too. But on an iPhone, you can actually use Apple Pay. And yeah. do do it through the app store, like subscribe to all these. That's what I do. So yeah, it's it makes it quite a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I had like two subscription services. I just canceled them both because mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I don't really need these. I'm not using right. them, but I can always resubscribe. And and that's the thing is like I like you said for this, would I subscribe or do the tr- free trial to watch yeah. ten episodes? Probably. Yeah. And then 
done. Are they are they released all? T- I bet they're not. I don't know. I bet they won't be just because they probably assume people are going to do that. Well, and that's the thing with Disney Plus. I plan to resubscribe when the Marvel stuff hits. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm going to keep it because do I need to keep it for the Disney Channel original movies? No. No, I don't. They honestly, with the exception of The Mandalorian, they haven't really had a whole lot of good stuff right. straight for Disney Plus. And I, that was kind of because I actually uh, unsubscribed, but then I resubscribed about a month or so ago for that Onward movie. And that was like the only good thing they have now. Right. And it's it's like, I don't know. The, the, there's no reason to keep it. They just haven't done very much with it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on this real quick, then we'll get to Mitchell Lee. But uh, Jason Wolf turned me on to Pluto TV. Have you checked that out? I have, yes. So it's like live, mm-hmm. and basically there's that's no, like their own channels. It's or whatever. their own channels, but they have an entire channel that airs American Gladiators 24 seven. Yes. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. They also have a Baywatch channel. They have an Impact channel. Yeah. So if you want to watch Impact Wrestling, um, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a fun idea. It's a free service. But they air commercials, and so again, like one eight, you know, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, a new episode starts of Gladiators mm-hmm. or whatever. And they had one that was just like Nickelodeon or um, like Nickelodeon game shows. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Guts. You never knew what was going to come up next. It was really fun. So, well, here's here's something that actually makes me curious as to why other companies can't do this. The CW is actually a free app. You can watch all their shows on the CW app, but it plays commercials. It's like, so why can't all these other companies do that? Now, do you get, are they on demand? Well, it's just like, it's like Hulu. The day after they drop, they're on there. Yeah. But it's like, it's a free service, but you just it just plays commercials. It's like, no, I'm, I, I'm caught up on that Batwoman show. Well, see, I, I had been on the CW app before, and the new shows would be up for only like, like they would only have seven episodes, mm-hmm. and then once the next one dropped, that the oldest one went away. Oh, so really? if they change that though, yeah, because I I binge watched like one through fifteen or whatever. A Batwoman, yeah, is that good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I so. mean it's the exact same stories as the other one, you know, like except she's a lesbian, so like yeah, she's got her love interest, she's got her best friend, she's got her, you know, yeah. it's it's like the exact same thing, but it's yeah. a, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean again, why why can't they do that? Right. I mean especially for people like you or me. Who don't have cable, right? So yeah, that's definitely interesting. But anyway, let's uh, let's take a break from here. Let's get Mitchell Lee on the show, and we'll be back to close it up. Boom! It's time for the interview segment on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. It's part two with Mitchell Lee, man. Last week. We dove into a lot of, you know, we spent actually quite a bit of time kind of talking about, uh, you know, your journey into the music world and a little bit into the wrestling. And then, you know, you kind of touched on your DDP yoga and stuff. And, you know, we, we talked a lot about, you know, uh, I guess appearances and, and things like that towards the end. But, um, you know, you, you were talking last week about how, you know, you kind of got into this fitness journey knowing you're going to be a father here in the next couple of months. Um, why was it DDP yoga that, that jumped out at you? All right, so being um, being a big guy who's like played a lot of uh, what I would call like my 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 football and wrestling coach uh, they were well my re- head wrestling coach Scott Holt was also a one of the football coaches and uh, he um, he wasn't the head football coach but he was the head wrestling coach and uh, he used to always say that. Uh, 
baseball and basketball and uh, those were contact sports that football and wrestling are collision sports that's a and uh, pretty good analogy yeah and so after years of collision sports um you know i have achy bones and and when you get to certain fat you know like it makes those problems kind of like you know i have a hurt shoulder or, you mm-hmm. know certain little things and so about 10 years ago i was watching um Real Sports with Brian Gumble on HBO. And there was this whole segment on uh, Diamond Dallas Page, and he had created this, he'd written this book called, uh, uh, what was it called? It's uh, it's not called uh, DDP Yoga. It's called, it's, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like Yoga for the Everyday Man. Oh, Yoga or, for Regular Guys. Yeah, Yoga for Regular Guys, yeah. And he had written that book, and, and it, and, and it kind of turned into to DDP, and then, there why and then there were they he showed they did the little story on jake the snake this was before they did the documentary all the stuff you saw here was what they later used also like with the tons more footage the resurrection of jake the snake right if you've never seen that go see it it's unbelievable it's so awesome and and you know what's crazy is it's called the resurrection of jake the snake but then here comes scott hall in the middle of it and almost steals the show because his turnaround is I would say more remarkable. Even though Jake is older, when Scott Hall was not was in a wheelchair, yeah. you know, and now look at him now. I mean, so and so as a wrestling fan, somebody who like likes this stuff, I'm 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 sitting at home and I'm watching this, and they're promoting DDP Yoga. And at this time, it's just a uh, like a, a DVD box set. There's no such you know, there's no such thing as like net you know Roku's and smart TVs have not come along yet you're still buying and the dvd box set's not cheap no when it first came out it was like 500 bucks you know and it was like i can't ever afford this right but i always kept it in my mind and then as years went on i keep seeing ddp just have more and more success with it more and more people using it like more and more and i just always would keep following and then i would see after they did jake the snake then i'd start to see some of the regular people I like the arthur borgman he comes yeah, to mind yeah yeah him him especially he's probably the most famous you know and he's i mean he, he was pretty much on crutches right dude he could not walk and he can run now i mean he was a he was a airborne military he was in the army and he just taken so many jumps he just messed up you know and then he got heavy but now he's a, one of the instructors yep. and um i've really got invo- invested into the world of ddpy um, cause I always kept it in the back of my mind and I always would say, well, I, I, I would like to do DDPY cause something in my mind made me feel like I could be a success with DDPY. And even though I've, I started at 425 and I started January the 5th was my first day. And uh, I started January the 5th, number one day, uh, DDP does this unstoppable, un- unstoppable, positively unstoppable challenge where, People join his program. They 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 put their progress, and he chooses a winner at the end of the year and gives them a million dollars, and uh, they you know get a job basically. All the guys, the last two guys I've seen that went won it. You know they're like, and I, you know and like uh, here's the thing. I didn't enter that competition because I found out about it after the fact, and I don't want to have to start over because I'm I'm on day today is day fifty two. And I'm 52 days and 30 pounds down. Um, I feel like I could have lost 
even more weight than that. But here's the beauty of DDPY. Going back to what I was saying. I saw that workout years ago and I've been following it. And as technology has come along, they've made it better. You know, he has an app that has a workout tracker mm-hmm. that he's on there giving diets and uh, all of this good stuff. And, uh, and the workouts are on it. And it's way cheaper. You, you can buy it for a whole year for 95 bucks. You get it for 12 months. I think 12 months is all I will need of it. And I tell you why, because I've only been doing it. I do DDP yoga. I start out doing it every day. I started out with, you know, they have the bed flex, the chair flex, people who can just stand. Those, you know, once you get through those workouts, me, luckily from wrestling, even though I'm a fat guy, I've stayed active. My joints and stuff hurt, but nothing just from me being fat and getting older, you know, nothing, sure. nothing serious. And so I was able to go straight into what they call the, the straight yoga. And, and, uh, I'm still only on the, uh, the fat, there's the energy workout and then there's a fat burner and there's just so many different workouts and he has it set up where, you know, he has a ton of like little 12 minute workouts that you can compile onto a 30 minute workout. But see what I've decided to do is after doing the yoga, and just starting to feel better, start you know it, doing everything that it claims it's going to do. Yeah. Now, granted, DDP Yoga, I love Diamond Dallas Page, and I'll tell you, for me, it's been the best thing for me because uh, lots of my heroes have done it. It saved. I mean, Chris Jericho has had, he credits DDP Yoga for this second leg of his career. Right, and I mean he's killing it in AEW I, I mean, right now. Really, I mean he's he's really like. Let's just put this. When that guy came out, when I was watching Nitro in the sixth grade and I first saw Jericho, I never thought that I would love him like I do today. Um, so, and he's pushing 50. Yeah, I know. And so awesome. like, so yeah. great. And that's what I said. And I look at guys like that, and I know I'm going to have a son, and I'm like, I want to be a 50 like that. Yeah. And and I know it's possible. But, but I, don't want people, I don't want people to be disillusioned. DDP Yoga is working for me like it's worked for those other people it's worked for. But the people it's worked for is because... They're doing it every day. Right. They're dieting. And DDP yoga, let me tell you, this has been the beauty of DDP yoga. I started doing DDP yoga every day, but it got me to where I could move again. And like little subtleties, like little things, like just being able to reach back, you know, parts of your body again that you you, you were starting to get so fat, you were like, oh, really stretching to reach. Right. And so those little things, man, is what got me to the gym. Like I just was doing, like like I said, I'm, I was freaking out about not getting to go to the gym but as long as I know I can do DDP yoga in my living room at the very least I just like to go to the gym now because I know I look hilarious in there doing the diamond cutter and all the little yoga moves that he has like put his trademark on sure and and see I've done the workout so much now that I just need to hear him so when I go to the gym I'll grab one of their yoga mats and I'll go into one of their calisthenic rooms and I'll lay down the yoga mat and uh, the reason I started getting into that is because the first two weeks of doing it at home, you know, you're just so prepped to do it, you know, that you do it every day. But then after a while, you're like, oh, man, this is this, this is this is the same workout again. I'm just every day in your living room just doesn't start to do it for you. So I was like, well, you know, three days a week, I'm going to go to the gym on top of yoga, maybe mm-hmm. just get in a little just a little extra training. Right. But then I decided, well, I'll just do my yoga on those days. I'll do the yoga at the gym. But I find I push myself, I push myself more hard. 
It's just like bodybuilders. You know, you can grab a 10-pound barbell, and 10 pounds isn't very heavy, and you could go through the motions, and you could do it a lot of times, and you that muscle wouldn't really get that much definition, but you could take that same 10 pounds, and you could lift it like you're supposed to, like really controlling how far it goes down, and then controlling it when it comes up, and twisting your wrist out at the end, and all those little techniques that you do. Yoga's the same way, man. I could do diamond cutters, and everyone, you, you're a rest, you got lots of rest, so when I say diamond cutter, I know your crowd knows exactly what I'm, he's turned that into a yoga move, right? right? And I'm telling you, you could do 10 of them, and if you did it right, man, you, you, your heart would be already be pumping because it's uh, well and that's a big thing that he talks about is we're in the heart monitor right to, to know how how like you know I, i've done it a little bit of course yeah. and like the dynamic resistance and all that's that stuff what and it's how, all about how it's building your heart rate by not yeah. actually doing anything right and, and 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 the thing is like you're just standing there but but like it it's the same with it's the same with the weight training you know like it, if you you know you use you engage those muscles because your mm-hmm. heart your heart has to like send all those muscles so like if i did a 30 minute fat burner of ddp yoga okay and i just went through the motions i probably wouldn't break a sweat right all right but if i do it like he says to do it like i mean like when you go into that diamond cutter and when you push your fingers together you're really you know you're flexing your when you just do that sitting here you can you can, and you you can feel your triceps start to, or, you know, or like when he you know he talks about the the DROs or you're pulling it to right, you. right. But if you have that resistance, like you can really right, yeah. And and I'm not gonna lie, like I pretend like like when I do that, I mean I know I I mean, I'll be at because I, I it's one of the reasons I work out at Planet Fitness. A they have great deals, but uh, you know uh, people there mind their own business. You know it's not really it's, it almost feels like a real day a real life. Uh, what was that? Average Joe's from uh, Dodgeball, Dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, Planet Glo- Fitness, kind of gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Planet Fitness is like a real life Average Joe's. You know, like where you go there, you know. Real quick, one of my favorite lines from that movie is when they all come in the bar, and uh, Vince Vaughn's character is like, "Oh, let the uh, the brute squad out early. Did you cut arts and crafts short." And he's <laughs> like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> <laughs> my, my 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 favorite line of that movie is actually. At the very end, during the <laughs> during the post credits, when uh, Stiller's character's gotten all huge and, and he's fat again, and he's stuff. sitting there in the chair and he goes, "I had that tournament one, fucking Chuck Norris." <laughs> 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 that, that's 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 my that's my favorite line. It, it's movie. so ridiculous. It's <laughs> such a funny movie. Yeah, I know. And he's a, basically the same character in Heavyweights. Right. Like that character is like the same character, but uh, yeah. But no, man. So doing the yoga, man, I just started feeling like, man, I'm not doing enough. Yeah, you know. Well, and I and I think that's that's a part of your your getting your body's getting healthier, right? And you're not challenging yourself as much, you know. Maybe because I'm sure I you know I saw you post pictures, which I'm sure you'll get into. Yeah. But you know, I'm seeing a face full of sweat, shirt full of sweat. Yeah. And you know, you still you're, you're it's challenging at first, but then you get adapted to it. Like you said, right, 52 right. days, you know, and right now you're like, okay, I need to do more, which is awesome. Right. And see. And this is the thing, like I was sitting on the couch and I was thinking to myself, man, 52 days, like yesterday was one of them days where I was like, I woke up, I got caught home in the morning, go to bed, sleep all day, get up. And I was like, man, I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But I know if I go, I know if I get in there, if I get in there, then I will do the work. 
And I was sitting on the couch. I was like, man, when am I ever going to like to do this? Right. And then it hit me. Probably never. Right. Because I don't know many guys who have great bodies. Not very many of them. They, they get to a point where they where they do it so much that they need it, but it's still work. Like, right. It always if they, is. Yeah. If they could have that look without having to go do that every day, they would do that too. Absolutely. And so, which comes back to me just tapping back in to who I used to be when I would play sports in school, you know, like, like, like I said, I've lost 30 pounds. I don't see it. I see, I'm in the DDP yoga group, even though I didn't join the unstoppable challenge, I still participate as if I am. Right. Because I just have this feeling that I'm not going to have to win this contest. First off, I'm going to say this. I'm going to announce it on your show. Now I have no proof of this. I have no guaranteed evidence. This is all coming from my soul. But me and Diamond Dallas Page will be friends when this is all said and done. Awesome. And when I would tell you why, because uh, my father-in-law lives out in L.A. and he is—he's one of those fifty-fours who's dude. He's jacked. I mean, he's mm-hmm. you know six-pack. I mean, he's like he's lived a life in his. He's one of them guys who's lived his life that way. Though. Yeah. And uh, he just really—he—he—he he, he loves me because I treat his daughter well. But he also is one of them people who loathes my fatness, you know. And when I was, he's always telling me, you know, so when we went and got married in Las Vegas on New Year's, um, you know, he's like, so you're going to, you gonna, you know, you got to get serious about your health. And I'm like, I am. I go. And at that time, I had already purchased the DDP yoga to start when I get back. So you were ready to go. Uh, yeah. The plan was to start. We, we were in Vegas up until we didn't get back from Vegas till like the f- Saturday, which was like the third, right, and so that's why I didn't start till that Monday, which was a fifth. But he was the type of guy. The whole time we were there, he would get. He was like, he was like, I'm going to the gym in the hotel. I'm gonna go, and he would ask me every day. And part of me would be like, would be like, I'd have this complex, like, damn, I should go, right? Yeah. But then another part of me was like, you know what? But I have my mind set, and I know I have a plan, and I know I'm gonna do that. And so I would take that insecurity, and I would just tell myself. I'm enjoying my vacation. I didn't come yeah. here to work out. We're getting married. But all of that guilt, I remembered it. And I used that. That's the type of things. But, you know, he reached out to Diamond Dallas Page. And uh, and Diamond Dallas Page sent me a personal a, a video message on oh, my cell phone. That's right, yeah. Um, I mean, and it's it's personal to me. I mean, he... I mean, he talks to me. I mean, he, like, you know, and, and it was crazy. As, uh, my father-in-law said, you know, he goes, I got you a wedding gift, but it probably won't be here till Monday because he, you know, had to get a hold of their people and then tell him, you know, and then, you know, yeah. he, you know, he paid, you know, he paid him to do it, you know. But the the point is, though, is I'm on his radar and like. I this challenge just started and most people who started it are like in the 50 range day range and I'm like just smashing them bro like and I can't help but be competitive like I make jokes like I would never say nothing mean on Facebook but I'm saying like when I'm on the group and I just see you know it's like you know I'm like dude like I almost wish I was in the challenge but I feel like I don't need any I don't need any money I I feel like I stand out like like that I got a little thing that they you know a badge you know the little rising star badge anyway yeah you know and i feel like so they you know and my one of my posts was the most viewed post for the day in the whole so i just feel like and some people are kind of starting to hate on me because i post gym pictures or yoga pictures i don't do that 
for attention. And I was like, if if people listen to my very first post I did on January the 5th, I explained that I was going to be doing that every day because it's to keep me accountable. Cause those, and, and you talked to me about that yeah, before. Yeah, because those same trolls that'll be like, the same trolls that'll be like, oh, there's Mitch posting his workout picture every day telling us God bless us, you know, how that offends people either. I'm telling somebody, you know, your God, you know, I said God bless. If, if you're, whatever your God is, I hope he blesses you. Yeah. My God definitely blesses you, whether you love him or hate him. You know, so I did that because I know the first day that I don't post, oh, the rhyme and the number and a picture. Right. That's when them trolls will be like. Well, where, where's day 63 at? You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought. Cause, well, and I think that's people's own insecurities. Right. Especially because if they see, like, you know, if you do it for three days in a row, that's one thing. Ten days, it's another thing. Yeah. You know, I was on there the other day, and I was trying to like your posts when I see them, but you know, I, was, I was like, day 47? Holy shit. He's yeah. been doing this a long time, you know? Yeah. And, but again, I, I could see where people, because it's like, maybe even they they feel maybe a little jealous, a little insecure yeah, that's that the, you're staying on track so much. It, you, you hit the nail on the head. Sorry, that's my phone keeps going off. But it should have put on silent. Um, but, uh, no, um, you hit the nail on the head because the two complaints I've got from people being trollish is that, oh, you, you know, you go to the gym every day and, uh, I always say God bless or I'm going to pray for you. And, and that, that bothers some people. And I, I, you hit the nail on the head. I told my wife, I go, if you're getting offended by that, then a, you're having some internal guilt because you know you should be going to the gym more. Right. And you're just hating on me for actually getting off my ass and going every day. Right. And if you have a problem with me saying God bless you, then you need to get your whole religion or whatever in check, man. Because, like, like why be angry about that? I mean, I didn't say Jesus Christ bless you. I didn't say Muhammad bless you. I just said God bless you. you yeah. Know? Well, that's that's people. Y- you know. People can be offended by anything that they right, want to be offended right, by. Right, right. You know, I mean. I'm the type of person. I'm a Christian. I will. I will never. I will always. I am not ashamed of being a Christian, but I don't press my views on people. So when I say God bless you or I'm praying for you today, that's not me saying, "Oh, I'm." That's not me being a like a Christ pusher on you. That that's just me being who I am. I truly will pray for you. I truly will. Right. You know, like people don't realize when I, every day I have to say thank you for the love and support and the encouragement. I mean, I don't have to say it every day, but I say it every day because I mean it. Because even though, like when I first started, I was getting like 100 likes a day. I'm down to the same like 25. You're usually one of them. And I also realize that Facebook has an algorithm, which will make sure well, I'm on day 52, but I'll be getting likes from day 47 today. Because they pop up weird. Right, they pop up weird. So so I also don't, like, I, I've learned that, you know, I... I I'm one of them people I care a lot about what other people think and so this has also been an exercise for that too yeah like learning I know I look fat you know what I mean like I'm 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 just like I I sometimes make fun of I sometimes make fun of speaking of my uh, father-in-law that is actually him texting me his wife's a professional volleyball player she just got back from uh, Cambodia she's trying to make the Olympic team this year wow but uh, um, but uh, that totally made me lose my train of thought. Yeah, um, right. You were, you were talking a lot about the Facebook posts. And, yeah, I, 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 I let that. And maybe your appearance and things of that yeah, nature. Yeah, like I, I get like that too. I want to take an angle where I'm, you know, my sure. face isn't looking as fat. You know, right. I, I find myself making fun of chicks who do that. 
But then once again, I'm making fun of them almost for the same reason that I said that guy's making fun of me because I notice I do it too. Um, but I got to say, man, a, a friend of mine actually, she messengered it to me, a picture of my face from the very first day and a picture. Of, and, and I mean, I couldn't see, I don't see it in the mirror, but when people are actually, and people I don't even know, this is the beauty of the yoga thing, like people I don't even know telling me, dude, you're inspiring me. You, yeah. You're this and that. So it keeps me going. I'm in no, I have not won. Okay. I, like I, I do not want to be that guy. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll end on this. I, with the yoga stuff, I know I'm going to get to meet DDP because my father-in-law is a man with money and told me if I lost a hundred pounds, he would send me on the retreat. He would pay for it. That's awesome. So without a shadow of a doubt, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds and I'm going to that retreat and DDP will be at that retreat. And I'm sorry. I just don't, I know he will like me. I don't, you know, I, 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 I well, don't, you know who one of DDP's favorite wrestlers is, right? Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I mean, Dusty Rhodes, he credits Dusty Rhodes I mean, for and, and there's a reason why I think he's been showing up in AEW when he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nature, you know? And I love that. I shared it because when I watched the match, uh, you know, of course, you could tell they were protecting him a lot. But he's the 60 fact, plus years Right, old. but the fact that he, even with the protection that was going on in the ring, he still took a dive. I'm a young man, and even at his weight, I would not... I would not do that move off the top rope. I mean, those guys did a good job. Of, they did a great right. job of protecting him. But he, he still to be at his sixty three, get up there and, and do a do do a splash off of the top rope. In you know, I was impressed with that. I was Absolutely. Just like, and I was gonna say, I'm a I'm a true advocate of DDP yoga already. I've only done it. I've only been doing it for a little over a month, almost two months now, I guess. Um, and it will work, but you got to do the work. And DDP is all about owning your life. I mean, this is the thing about that man. He preaches, he walks the walk, he talks the talk. Absolutely. He does. He's not just selling you some mumbo jumbo and then, like, taking your money. He really cares. I, he, he almost reminds me of, 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 of a preacher or somebody who leads... The DDP yoga almost feels like a church because it's full of these people who all have a common goal. They all have a common thing, and uh, and uh, you know he uh, he's opens up centers all you know they're oh, yeah. all you know and so I know he's got like he calls it like the DDP yoga performance center in, right in Atlanta right yeah and he's got he's got like I think he's got four or five of them now all over the country um, you know and so. Uh, Hell, man, maybe he maybe he will need one. Maybe he'll need one in Tulsa. You know, it's, you know, I wouldn't be shocked. And and the thing is, I think if you get a chance to meet him, what more would he want than to meet a guy? It's like, dude, I lost a hundred pounds doing your program. Like, well, I'm really, I think as a guy running that program, that would be exactly what I would right. want here. You know? Well, and also my goal is to lose two hundred, and I'm being realistic about it. I would know that I will not be at that goal until not this Christmas, but next Christmas. And so that's what I was saying. I don't want to be one of these people. I get on the app and I see people who've been doing it for 50 or 60 days and they, I can't be like them. I can't talk like I've already conquered this. Right. I've lost 30 pounds, dude, but I'm still 390 pounds. I want to be down to like 230. Yeah. You know, so I like, so like. But it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And you know, I think a lot of reasons a lot of diets and exercise plans fail is because most people, they go right out the gate and they start doing really good. Right. And then they hit those plateaus, which is what I'm doing now. But you know what? I just also know that uh, um, I think about fighters. I love pro fighting too. Um, 
and that's the thing. There's a difference in cutting weight, and there's a difference in losing weight. Definitely. You can cut weight in one day and be a bunch of water weight, and the scale will tell you you lost 10 pounds. But the moment you go to bed, drink some water, rehydrate, you wake up, that 10 pounds is right back. Absolutely. And so, like, losing weight is a marathon. And so even though people have sent me pictures, and I can see some change in me more than I see some other people, I'm right. not going to be that guy yet, man. I'm going to wait till I really... And like I said, DDP already knows who I am. He's already sent me a personalized message. I just feel like I go to that. For, I lose 100 pounds. I get to go to the retreat, which it'll be over 100 pounds because the, the uh, I won't be able to make this retreat because they're actually doing it this summer, and I won't be 100 pounds down. Plus, I'll be having a baby. But by next summer, and that's I, your goal then next summer to go to the next one. And I'll know for dude, I know without a shot, I will be 100 pounds down by Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, by next Christmas, I'll be the full 200 that I want that I, that I want to be down. Um, uh, and my thing is not feeling, you know, like trying, like I don't eat any sugars. I've taken out all the bad stuff. But I'm such a food addict, and I'm trying to get used to this. That even though yesterday all I had yesterday was all healthy stuff and 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 normal portions, I'm starting to get to that point now. You just start to feel guilty for eating anything, you know, and that's unhealthy. And I gotta, I gotta work around that. Yeah. You get, people believe it or not, you gotta have food to lose weight. Actually, I mean, you, you have to have food. And so, just that fat guy training. I just know I'll get to meet DDP. I know, you know, he sent me that message. Um, I don't watch it every day, but I'm telling you, it is the most powerful piece of inspiration I have. If I don't feel like doing DDP, I've got DDP. Telling me to do DDP, right? You know, and uh, it was cool because you know, and it's it's a great message. He talks to me about my wife, about my kid, tells me about his granddaughter, and you know, like it was just so personal, just for somebody to take. You know, sure he got paid to do it, but he could have just been like, hey, Mitch, thanks for getting DDP. Uh, why it could have been a five second video? Yeah, but he took like literally three minutes, and he. Hey man, I heard you're getting married. That's awesome. And like he like I feel like he really like legit talked to me. And I just think he's a caring person. I feel like he's you can tell he's a dude that's probably lived some pretty hard things himself. Sure. And I just find like, you know, the best preachers and the best, you know, the best life coaches are people who've lived a hard life. Yeah. Cause and they, they can teach you how to come out of it the most. And I know I can lose this weight. And I don't plan on. I've only. I'm only doing the. Uh, I've only had one cheat day, and I'm only doing. In 52 it. days. Yes. Wow. My second one will be. I'm doing one every 30 days. So my second one's coming up. I'm actually eight days away, and so I'm going to go to Olive Garden with my grandma. <laughs> but uh, but I really do. I know I will get to meet DDP, and uh, it's like this, man. I'm a songwriter. I'm good looking. You can't see me on the podcast. I'll post pictures of you and stuff, so, so people will know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I just I, I'm talented. I just I just feel like I don't need to win that challenge. I just really believe if I compete with all the challengers and be better than them and don't expect no money, like hey, you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a dreamer like that. I know I'm going to run pe- cross paths with him, and uh, I'm just trying to like. Like, I know a lot of wrestling people listen to your podcast, right. and so uh, I hope if they hear this and, and uh, you know, this, this is a free commercial for, for DDP. I mean, we've sat here and talked about him for 30 minutes, and Yo, yeah. I stand by it, and I I promise you, but you've got to do it, though. But I, I hope your story inspires other people, you know what I mean? 
it already, that's what I want. It already it already is, which is what blow, that's another reason I'm not just blowing smoke. I really believe that you might see me in a DDP infomercial one day. I just believe this because man, I'm pushing it my hardest. But I think I think I also think uh, when I'm a success, I'm everything they look for in that, and uh, and I already am inspiring people. It blows my mind when I get like a message from a dude who's in the DDP yoga like group, and he will message me and be like, "Hey, dude, you know I'm 500 pounds, and I used to play football, and I haven't done anything, man. Man, I'm seeing you do it though, man. You yeah. know." It makes you know. It makes you know. That makes me happy, you know. And 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 I look forward to when my outer appearance looks like to the rest of the world what I look like in my mind, <laughs> you know. So absolutely, man, dude. This has been this has been a lot of fun. It's it's been really cool catching up. Do you have any uh, social media or anything you want to? Yeah, people man. Know about? Uh, I'm on the normals. Uh, uh, Mitchell M I T C H E L L S A L A Z A R Mitchell Salazar. Um, I go by Mitchell Lee. Lee's my middle name, uh, cause uh, Salazar. You know, no one could spell it till those Harry Potter things. <laughs> now I've never seen any of the Harry Potters. I get a lot of I get a lot of crap for that, cause people are like, oh Salazar. I'm like, what well, on Harry Potter character, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know which one it is. Don't I see? I'm not a Harry Potter guy either, but I understand it's a popular thing. I think I'm. I think we're just right at that age where we just missed it. I think that's all it is, man. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know what? There was people my age. They were going to Barnes and Noble at midnight to buy the new books. And yeah, all that. So it was. So, it yeah, was a I, thing for I, sure. I totally, I totally missed that. I was, uh, you know, uh, but uh, I totally missed that. I'm still a Star Wars, uh, Lord of the Rings comic book guy. But right. they fall into that category now. Oh, they do. They they're, do. They're 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 the new breed. I guess they're Definitely. the new Star Wars. But uh, without a doubt. But I, uh, I just know I'll be a success. Um, I'm already being a success. But I don't want to be over. I know I feel like I'm being braggadocious, but I'm really not. I'm just telling you what what I've been doing. Yeah. You won't be seeing me doing before and after pics until I know for a fact you can look at it and not be like, well, let me. His face looks a little. Uh, <laughs> like I see people posting like, oh, here's my 30 day pic, and I'm like, it looks the same basically. Yeah, and I just don't want to be. I'm not. I know they've lost weight. Right. Because there's you know 30 days. It's, it's hard to see, but um, I just feel like. You know, I'm just that type of guy. And I'm very competitive. I don't know why I find my we're in a group and I want them all to be successful too, but I can't help it. Like I find myself competitive. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the gym more than that guy. Yeah, I'm losing more weight than that guy. You know, that's that's just me, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's a it's a great journey. Uh DDP's doing a great thing. But like he said, you gotta you gotta own it. Own your own you know, you DDP yoga Doing DDP yoga ain't gonna make you lose weight. Doing DDP yoga right every day with a good diet, that is how you lose weight. And you gotta do it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean you could you could uh you know, but it's been the thing that's worked for me. Like I said, did did the wrestling element draw me in? Hell yeah. Did for sure. Jake the snake. I think most guys? of most of the guys. Yeah. You know? and, and a lot of wrestlers do it, you know, just yeah. especially being on the road and stuff. So Right. And I know, you know, it's one of them deals you can do it. You can do it. You can do it anywhere. You know, I say, like I said, I've got all the workouts. I've only mastered the Energy 2.0 and the Fat Burner 2.0, but they're two of the original longer ones, you know. And uh, but uh, I could I could do those. You know, I, I don't need to see the video anymore. But right. when I go to the gym, I'll still put them in my headphone and put my phone down, and I'll do it as he's talking. Sure. Because there's certain things like 
like he has you hold positions what you know and when you you have to hold him while he's talking and, and you get a little bit more out of out of the workout there i mean i could go through all the positions it, it probably wouldn't take as long but when you do with him you know he he is who he is and he talks 10 20 seconds sometimes he, yeah yeah sometimes you're like holding that position like all right ddp uh you can quit shamelessly selling your your water cup now we've been holding this for you know yeah. but i think he does that shit on purpose well you like know uh I mean? you know the one that always gets me is when you're when you twist open yeah you know you're in that 10 20 seconds it yeah. doesn't look that hard but yeah. that will get will oh get no no and i'm telling you like like uh like the planks and all of that stuff oh man. yeah i'm like 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 20 seconds doesn't seem like a long time until you're in a in a in a plank position yeah. holding it that long and Especially for a four hundred a guy, you know, four hundred pound sure. dude like me who ain't been doing anything for a while, you know, like when I got into wrestling and was training, I lost I lost forty pounds training, you know, training with yeah. you guys right out of the gate. But then I busted my shin on the front of that. Oh, thing that's right. I remember and that. Like, yeah. yeah, and it was just like next thing I know, uh, ah, you know, is that. Uh, you know the lazy bug creeps in, and sure. like, I started just having fun being an announcer, and then it was just I kind of I lost sight of my original goal. But yep. you know, now it's just like I said, man, I got that baby on the way, and uh, I just want to I want to be jacked anyway. And I just like I know my kid, I'm going to be a good dad, and I know no matter what I look like, my kid will love me. But what I really want to do is like maybe a year from now, if we do a podcast again. How much different you'll look at that point? You know? Oh, oh, I that, do. That will be that will be a really fun thing. Well, I think. we'll do it because I'm I'm not going anywhere, man. I, I love it. I'm 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 in Oklahoma for for a while now, um, you know, at least until I can find a way to exploit my kids' talents. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal, always, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor and a blessing. And we're back. We're back. A uh, big thank you to uh, to Mitchell Lee uh, for being on the show again this week. And check him out. Check out his social media. We'll uh, we'll definitely be plugging it throughout our social media. So give him a follow. And you know he's always posting, you know, his workouts and what he's doing. And as you saw, he's dropped a considerable amount of weight, which yeah. I think is awesome. So. Yeah. So I'm sure he's even dropped more weight than what he said on here because we recorded that a few weeks ago. So definitely looking forward to seeing what's uh, what's next for him. Uh, but next week, Big Bane, Elvis Aliaga is returning. Nice. Yeah, good old Elvis Aliaga is returning to the show. So it'll be it'll be cool to catch up with him. I haven't talked to him in a while. I know he's uh, he's living in Minnesota. I think he's actually quarantined in Missouri right now. So um, always fun talking with him. Uh, great guy and just kind of going to be cool to catch up. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Uh, I, your your big live show. I know I, it actually hasn't happened as we record this, but yeah. as this drops, it will have happened. Yeah. So hopefully you guys watched it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully you watch it. You son of a bitch, Eric Parker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I do plan on doing more of those. We're gonna see. Obviously, like we had said, by the time this airs, it will have already happened. But I'm hoping that this goes well. Hoping no snafus. Right. And I'm kind of worried about a couple snafus. Uh, but hopefully it all goes well. And if it goes well. While we're in this whole craziness, I, I might try to do that once a month, um, just to just to kind of you know have a little fun. I know I have there. There's some friends of mine that are doing it. You know, guys who are out of work, uh, who are DJs and stuff, who've been doing it, and they've been throwing out their uh, cash app and PayPal for tips. I'm not doing that because I'm still working, so I don't want to take anybody's money. Yeah. So, well, you've you've shown it to me. 
I, I you know, spoiler, I have seen some of this, and uh, you put out there, no cash app, stream my music. Yes, and so <laughs> Which I thought was I thought that was very classy. So. Yeah, and it's it's all because like I'm I'm still working, you know, I don't need I don't I don't. Dude, I, I feel the same way. Like, um, truth be told, I have a new T-shirt right. that I had Jason Wolf working on, and I kind of feel weird putting it up there because I don't want people like here's I don't want you to buy our shirts. If you're out of work, yes, you know, yeah. and, and save if, your money. Yeah, and, and if you if you do want to buy a shirt, that's awesome. That's great. Um, but you know, there's a lot of wrestlers out there that are out of work and are struggling, and yeah. you know, there's no. I don't know if there's going to be a, a start date soon. So right. we're all kind of, you know, obviously WWE people, uh, independents, guys who just literally lost a job and yep. are having to do whatever they have to do. So. That that's never been our goal. Um, we are both working. We're very fortunate in that regard. So, yes. So my thing is, you know, help people out that uh, that are that are in trouble. Yeah. You know? But you know, I I want to. I like making shirts with Jason Wolf. It's Me an too. awesome design. Yeah. I want to put it up there, but it's not that I'm trying to push sales. I don't want to. I want to make that very clear. You know. Yeah. It is what it is. But actually, the doing the favor guys. I want to put them over real quick. We always talk about them, but. All their uh, profits are going to uh, COVID nineteen relief, yes, which, which I think I is really cool. Thought that was great, yeah. And that's why I wanted to make sure I got two of them. So the yeah. more we help them out, the better. Right I, now, for sure. Yeah, I want to pick up a bunch of those as well. There's yeah. some awesome designs. Yes. That husky heartthrob. That's uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so cracks good. me up. Yeah, that that uh, that doing the favor with the old school winged eagle title. Like I was like, ah, oh, that's that's good. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I dig it. I think that's actually their podcast. Yeah, work now, which yeah. is cool. Love it. So really good guys. So definitely check out their shirts and their podcast and everything like that. Um, yeah. But, uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, as far as like, you know, the music, one thing I was going to touch on with that, uh, what's interesting to me is you've never done that before, but I think this quarantine kind of put all of us in a situation where it's like, we're kind of trying something different. Yep. Well, like in the, the live, the live at home music for me has been something I've wanted to do for a while. I just never really knew how I finally figured it out. Yeah. So I was actually like a long probably about a year or so ago, um, wanting to do, I think I was going to call it introverts night out or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I was going to call it something like yeah. that, you know, but I was, I've been wanting to do this for a while. So it kind of, it's almost kind of forced me to learn how. Yeah. And so this is, this is definitely going to be a trial run. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be I, fun. But I think it's cool because it, you know, I know me and you are very similar in the fact that you're not a huge, like, let's go out to the clubs type right, of guy. Right. And and now this is like a way for you to do this without yes. having to deal with that crap and yep. and all that stuff. So I think that's, I think that that's really cool. So, and you know, Ryan Buds, you know, he was on our show the last couple of weeks uh, before Mitchell Lee, mm-hmm. you know, he does live trivia Yeah, and he's been doing a lot of live Facebook streams with his trivia. So, you know, it kind of forces people to, especially like him, who's a hustler to kind of reach outside the box. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting for sure, man. Um, but anyway, before before we wrap up, man, uh, definitely check out some podcasting brothers, uh, fully posable, Jeff and Scott, uh, really good guys. They do the Wrestling Figure podcast every Sunday, just like this show. And I've actually just recorded uh, coming up soon uh, solo interviews with both Jeff and Scott. So nice, much like uh, Eric and Barry, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be coming up soon. Now, Jeff, and I, w- I want to get your opinion just live on the air. What you think, mm-hmm. Jeff's like because I recorded with Jeff first. Yeah. He's like, oh no, man! I got a main event. Make Scott go first. Like how we dropped him. I was like, whoa, okay, and wow, yeah. And so I, I'm no wonder Bill's been kind of <laughs> going after him, Mister Ego over there. <laughs> but I'm gonna say this. So uh, they were on the toys that made us, and they they told a story about Scott telling a joke. Uh-huh. 
that that he was really sweating that they were going to put in the show. Yeah. And he was very nervous about it. Yeah. And they didn't. Well, he revealed what that joke was. And he Uh-oh. said it's the first time he's ever told it publicly. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I'm, We I'm, got the scoop, guys. <laughs> we got the scoops. <laughs> now, this will be a few weeks from now, but I'm thinking me and you almost – it's almost got to be like a live drawing or something of who goes first. Because I, I don't want to – and I don't know. I don't want any heat with Jeff or Scott on this. Jeff Jeff is like the Brian Breaker of Fully Posable, just always hogging the spotlight. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you do a show with Bill Venus, damn it. <laughs> and Bill does the same thing. <laughs> you cannot ever compare me to Bill Venus. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we'll have, we'll have to do a drawing or something. Something. We'll have to figure that out. So yeah. that'll, that'll be coming up here in a few weeks, but... Um, both both fun interviews, and they both kind of talked about the Toys and Made Us process and and everything in general. One thing me and Scott talked about, oddly enough, is how every toy line today was like popular in the eighties. Yeah, and that's one thing that me and him kind of both talked about. I was like, you know, what's funny is I don't think kids today are super into toys. I think it's adults. Oh yeah, yeah, like more than more than yeah. kids. So kids kids will want toys, but it's only to like have it in their hands like outside of the packaging be like ooh that's cool yeah and they go back to their nintendo switch right uh, yeah like my <laughs> nephew he's more into youtube than he is to toys right i mean he'll play with them every now and then but it's more into that I, stuff i think we would have been the same way if we had all that technology back then well and me and scott talked about this as well i don't want to give away too much of the interview but back in the day showing up at a toy store you didn't know what was going to be there right because it was just like oh my god new hasbro's like i remember seeing like new guys on the pegs it's like what you know yeah. like, that was the I used to get so excited for Toys R Us. I was like, if you had asked me, hey, Toys R Us or Disney World, I'd have probably picked Toys R right. Us because that was such a big event for me yeah. as a kid. So definitely interesting. So I think everyone will enjoy those interviews when they come out. Uh, but also check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and Cam and Craig on all those guys. Um, definitely. Awesome shows. Um, I, I'm a big fan. I just listened to – what did I just listen to? It was something really fun. I can't. I can't even think of it now. But it was. Was it the Encino Man? No, it wasn't that one. That's one. They just did. I can't remember. I, I'm so far behind on podcasts. I saw they dropped another one this past week. Yeah, I can't. And it was actually not even an. Oh, it was uh, Little Giants. Little, oh God. They did that yeah. a few months ago. But yeah. I loved Little Giants. I loved that movie. Oh, yes. it was so good. What was it, the annexation of Puerto Rico or yes. something? <laughs> yes. So good. Such a fun movie. Yeah. And shout out to the whole I last week I just said Jordan Zeilinger, but it's actually just the the whole Wreck My Podcast account for uh uh being a being a patron now. So yeah, we sure. appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with uh Steve and Eric, really fun. They actually had ring skirts on the other day. Awesome. And uh, I put over that he's my favorite fig photographer and he put that in his bio. Yeah, but dude, that's the dude's got freaking the War Games cage, right? Like that's fantastic, right? Yeah, like, of he's course. One of my favorite follows. If you're not following him, check out Nate over at Ring Skirts because he did one uh, thing where he was doing like an entire Royal Rumble, yeah. of '90s guys, and oh, it was so fun. Yeah, just I, 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 I don't know. I know that that takes a lot of effort to make the arenas and yeah, it does. set up the shots, and it's it's cool stuff. Yeah, um, doing the favor with Eric and Barry. We already talked about them, but. Awesome show, definitely. Really good guys. They're doing a lot of a lot to help out the world right now with their t-shirt sales, and I think that's really cool. So yeah, very very cool. So definitely pick up pick you up a doing the favor shirt if you can. And they're doing live videos quite a bit, man. Yeah, uh, I love Eric's unboxing. Yeah, I never I so I don't 
how do I get notifications on live videos? I think you have to, when they have the live notification, I think you have to, there's a bell that you click on that video maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe it's like the three dots and then the bell or okay. turn on live video notifications or something like that. Because I never get them and I, I never see them. I want to know how he gets presents from all of his listeners. Yeah. All I ever get is a big F you from Charlie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> and he means it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I say that he he made us a Funko Pop a few years ago. Well, and actually, Travis yeah. Fowler made the Pillow Buddies yes. for us. Yeah, we yeah. we got some good stuff. Yeah, sure. we have. Well, oddly enough, we didn't do live videos. That's something we should have done. We should have, yeah, because it was. Well, I think we did a video for the Travis Fowler one. It we, wasn't a live video, but yeah, it was during the crazy sodas. Yeah, well, I, that's the thing too. Is like a lot of uh, ours are so spot spont- spontaneous. Yes, that we don't think about the live yeah aspect of it. You know, so. Yeah. That could be part of it, but we need to do that down the road for sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, and Barry also has the Frost and Pound Boxing Podcast. Check that out as well. And also uh, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. I think uh, he's dropped like 600-plus episodes. Mm-hmm. Every single day he drops a trivia episode. So um, he's also doing his live shows through his Facebook page. So find him on there, at Ryan Buds. And, I mean, he's always doing something fun. So check those out. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jason Wolf, Jason WLF, man, he's been really cranking out some fun artwork lately. He's killing it. Did you see his Garfield artwork? Yes. That was so fun. I loved that. I was like, man, that's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. That's what I think I dig so much about his art is he he can do so many different styles. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's really, really cool. I still think, man, our power horror design is the coolest one. It's it's one of that my gosh, favorite that's ones. so cool. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. but And then, like, uh, he did that. Four Horsemen, a podcast to get yep. a listener card back. Sure, that was super cool. He's done some great stuff. Yeah. And he's been doing a lot of rock and wrestling artwork and just, yeah. just some fun stuff. And my new shirt design I want to drop soon, hopefully. It may have dropped by the time this airs. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to kind of let, let the let the bad, you know, kind of die down a little bit. I don't want to, like, hit people with something like, hey, buy this. Because that's, right. that's not my intention. I just want right. to. I'm proud of it. I just want to show people. Yeah. But definitely give Jason a follow, especially if you need some artwork done. Uh, Grapple Holden to be the man. If you're into the wrestling comic books, check those out. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, Breaker and Bane's Power Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Pack and Sack Dave. You can find him on Facebook. He also has his website. Shoot him a message. Let him know you want our game. It's awesome. He's been producing a lot of cool new repros lately. He? Yeah, he did a Halloween game. Awesome. So now this is actually really cool. I don't know if you know this, but um, he sent me a message saying he figured out how to hack music. Oh, yeah. And so in the Halloween game, which was a hack of Friday the 13th, he put in the Halloween theme. Nice. I'm like, well, that's really cool. And he also did a hack of God of War 2. Yeah. He said, hey, check this out. And he, I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm watching the video. And the music, the background music was uh, was um, Judas from Jer- from Fozzie. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, he made it 8-bit somehow. That is awesome. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. So. The fact I even told him I was like, dude, I think if you made like WrestleMania Challenge with current guys, now that you can do music, yeah, oh, that's an idea. So yeah. that might be something he does down the road. When we uh when we do our next video game, we ought to have Mark music in the <laughs> in the game. That would be cool if you could do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really cool because that was such an iconic song for you. I still think that's, oh, one, yeah. that's my favorite. Oh yeah, and it's actually our intro or our outro song. So yeah. Of course, Banamania is out, available. Stream it. Check it out. Check out the live show coming up. Well, it was already happened. Yes. I'm <laughs> sure there'll be another one. I'll, I'll probably an- announce another in your house before too long. So In your house, too? Lum- yes. The Lumberjacks? Yeah. Be- beware of dog. I'll, just, I'll have Yoko in there the whole time. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. 
Uh, check out our other podcast, Back to the Nintendo, and No Holds Barred with that son of a bitch, Bill Venus. Yeah, and I want to apologize to you, Breaker. You've been forced to look at it all day. I was I was contractually obliged to wear his T-shirt today. I, I um, cannot stand him. Yeah, he's a look at that look at that muscle though. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta say this. I, I don't. I'm I'm really peoed at him still, and. Uh, this might be something I have to talk to him off air. I don't think I even want to bring it up on air. But You might try slapping him. That helped me a lot. Last week I told you, and I know you probably haven't caught up on the show, and that's that's fine. You know, it's it's okay. Oh, I, I, I unsubscribe every week, and then it shows back up. Somehow. Right. I yeah, I, I, I get it. I try the same. But, you yeah. know, it. So last week I told you he stole, like, upwards of $1,200 from me, right? Yeah. Somehow. Lo and behold, it shows up in my account. He said, like, hey, did you check your account? I, w- I was just kidding. Here's the money. And I was like, oh, sure enough, it's there. Well, we did the podcast. Everything was fine. Well, I go back home, and I was looking at it again. It was the IRS credit for this thing. It wasn't the $1,200 that he gave me. So he still owes you $1,200. He still owes me $1,200. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Slap the shit like, out of him. You got, like. I, I I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, I'm thinking about killing him. Like I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's like nobody steals that money from me. It's that is terrible. I have to choke him or something. Yeah, it just so I'm still really PO'd at that guy. I imagine. I'm yeah, so glad the season's almost over with. Yeah, I'm thinking about mean? not even showing up for the season finale. Uh, you, I, I wouldn't. I'm. Th- I'm th- I mean, we've already recorded next week's episode. I'm thinking about not showing up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Just be like, hey, screw you, Paul. Yeah, you can go screw yourself. No, I tend to agree. Bill Benis sucks. The more yeah. people that know that, the better. Yeah. Um, if you want to support us uh, during this time, um, we definitely don't. I'm not. I don't want to push the Patreon. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate yeah. anyone that does it. But at the same time, like, if finances are tight, which I know that is for everybody. Yeah. I don't want to put that out there to you. Well, and also, too, if the the guys who are already subscribed, we 100% appreciate it. But again, if finances are tough. Don't feel pressure to stay around. Like no, we, this isn't. Not. This has never been us like wanting to make money. This has only just been like us trying to because you know we have like finances to pay for this. You know, so this has only really just been to help us out. And yeah. we always try to give you guys a gift back. That way, you know, it doesn't seem like we're keeping all the money. Yeah, and, I, and that's and that's a good point. I, I I don't want to like push stuff like, hey, go buy our stuff. Right. Especially if you know. Yeah. You got to pay rent. You got to pay your bills. You got to buy food. I get it. Yeah. So it's. That's never been our intention. This has just been something to help us out with yep. with the cost of doing all this and yeah. And you know there is cost to do it, but this is also a hobby for us. And there's a, right. there's cost to any hobby that you do. So right. So it again, no no pressure if you guys need to take a break from it. It's all good. Absolutely. Um, but we also have shirts available. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. Brain has shirts on WannaManeuver.net. Um, BBPH.RedBubble.com. We always throw that out there. But again, right now, like you know. That we're yep. not pushing t-shirts. No like pressure. That. Definitely not. And then, of course, at at some point, I'm sure Outsiders Beer Co. will be back rolling again. Yes. So just be on the lookout. I don't. I don't know when I'll when it will be, but just I guess whenever thing when it, whenever we get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. Absolutely. But so. uh, that's what we want to do. We want to keep producing podcasts for you guys. Something to listen to. Something to enjoy. Um, especially during this crazy, crazy time. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully we're on the downhill slide. I hope so. I hope so. 
Anyway, thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. And we will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Psycho! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.